Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. It's, it's, it's time to talk that talk, and we talk it like no one else. This is the stinking truth. Now, here's your host, Mark Schlereth. Hey, for once... We're actually happy. I think I speak for the rest of the country. We're actually happy to watch Detroit this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Detroit's a good football team. Um, they are, I don't even know, I don't even know if I mentioned this in our Leftovers podcast or last week's podcast, but I think it's worth mentioning, Mike, so I'm just going to, this is our podcast. We can do whatever we want on it. I will remind you if you're being redundant. <laughs> okay. So, I'm sitting down with Justin Fields. And you always sit and ask questions, and you ask about, like, his future and all that kind of stuff. So I get into, finally, I get into the the Detroit Lions defensively. And I just ask him to give me a breakdown of the Detroit Lions and what he thinks of their defense. And it's probably the most interesting answer I've ever gotten because nobody else has ever given me this bit of information. And he said, on film... You can tell a lot about the culture of that organization. Interesting. And then he went on to say the Detroit Lions play all out, balls out, 100% on every single play, and they will flat out hit you. And I thought to myself, wow, that's amazing. Because I always say this to people when I watch film, I can see – energy on film. I can see excitement on film. I can see connectivity on film. You could, there's sometimes you watch a game and you're just like, guys are independent contractors. They're playing and they're playing hard. Don't get me wrong, but they're not playing hard for one another. And I thought it was really interesting that Justin Fields said, man, you can see and, and verbatim, I, I, you know, I always kind of, you paraphrase these yeah. things. I didn't write it all down, but this he did say verbatim. You can see the culture of the organization. They play the game the right way, 100% all out. And that is Dan Campbell. And I told you, you know, walk into that facility, man. Everybody in that facility wants to be there. They want to come to work. They want to go out to the practice field and work hard. 
the coaches do, the players do, the kitchen staff does. I mean, everybody loves being within that facility because of exactly what Justin Fields said, the culture of that organization. I will tell you this, Detroit, now offensively, they're incredibly skilled, right? I mean, they've got, they're the only team in the National Football League going into last week that had four players with 400-plus yards of offensive production and at least two TDs. Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Sam Laporta, and then you've got both Montgomery and Gibbs at the running back position. They're phenomenally talented. And the backbone of their organization, as Dan Campbell will tell you, is my offensive line and the best player on my football team without equivocation, is Pinay Sewell. But all that said, defensively, they're not that talented. I mean, when you talk about... Play hard, but... Exceptionally hard. But when you talk about breaking down a defense, if you said, hey, all three levels of this defense have superstar players, hey, man, I think I think Alex Anzalone, playing middle linebacker, is playing great, and he is flying around. But would you qualify him as one of the best? No, you wouldn't. There's nobody in the back end that I would look at and say, wow, you know, um, this guy or that guy is, oh, you know, Tracy Walker is like Brian Branch, their rookie nickel guy, I think, is playing is playing really good. But it's really Aiden Hutchinson. Now, Aleem McNeil playing really good as well as defense. But you wouldn't you wouldn't qualify any of those guys other than probably Aiden Hutchinson as an elite player. And yet they're playing exceptionally hard. And that's why they're going to be so much fun to watch on Thanksgiving Day. They're a really good football team. Dallas and Washington, is it just me or it kind of feels like a last stand game for Washington and Ron Rivera? How how I mean, how typical was did you did you read the thing about Washington not having any hot water? Yeah. That's right. After the game, so yeah. none of the players could shower. Yeah. Both like, locker rooms, by the way. Both locker rooms, yeah. yeah just none of their, their boiler broke at the stadium or some crap. Like, really? You don't have some That new of ownership little... group inherited a lot of oh my, a big mess. Oh, my word. Thanks, Daniel Snyder. Yeah, can you imagine having to get on the plane? Like, I mean, you just take a cold shower, and it's mi- – but that's miserable. It's miserable. Yeah. So, yeah – it, it does. It does feel to me. It feels like, and I love Ron Rivera, and I think he's a damn good coach. But it feels to me like the old Bill Parcells line is: when you come in and you take over, you fire everybody and you change the carpet. You get the stench out of the building. And I don't believe that Ron Rivera was influenced in any way, shape, or form by Daniel Snyder. As a matter of fact, I think he tried to go the opposite way. But the bottom line, there's an association there. And they're trying to they're trying to exercise the association with Daniel Snyder. Everything that was Daniel Snyder, any way, shape, or form, needs to be, you know, excommunicated from the building. And so I I it feels like to me, Mike, it's inevitable, like it's gonna happen. I just don't know when it's gonna happen. Well, I, I want to circle back to to Ron Rivera as part of a larger topic uh, yeah. here as we move along. I Got written down on my notepad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other Thanksgiving night game, we got th- uh, San Francisco and Seattle. Are, are you like me? Like, who is Seattle? Yeah. Who are they? What are they? It's a great question. It's a great question. Um, because, like, I did their preseason game this year. I went down to camp for a couple of days. 
Um, they've had a lot of injuries across the board. Their offensive linemen, they've used like 10, 11 different offensive linemen. I don't know where they are health-wise there. Um, that certainly set back their their offensive scheme a little bit. You know, they had to work around that. So that may have set them back from a from just a how much we have in, how much we can execute, how much like it it you know, you have to kind of kind of change what you're doing and everything else. And does that, you know, slow down the development of your offense? Defensively, um, you know, I thought their back end was gonna be exceptionally good this year. And I think it probably is pretty good, but yeah, I just it's hard to put your finger on exactly where this football team is. And are they middle of the pack? Eh, probably not, but are they, you know, are they, they're, they're probably somewhere between really good and just above middle of the pack. And, you know, I think that's, I mean, you could probably say that for 80% of all NFL football teams. There's some really bad ones, and then there's a handful of really good ones, and everybody else falls into that fair to midland category. But do they have do they fall into that I guess that category of if if you draw them in let's say wild card weekend are they that team you don't necessarily want to play? Oh sure. Because just for any given week they can be dangerous or are they a team yeah bring, bring on Seattle. Yeah no 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 I think they're I think they're a team that any given weekend can beat you. Yeah. And I think Pete Carroll's a hell of a football coach. And, you know, they've got like they've got a wide receiving core that is legit. Geno Smith can get hot, you know. I mean, he can get hard and wolf piss every now and again. And then you got a running back that can really they can really roll. And I, I really, even though you don't have names, you have three different tight ends you rotate through there that I think are all really good players. But really the the biggest thing is, you know, the biggest thing to me in that game is where San Francisco. Like after we saw what went down Monday night between Kansas City and Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia won, I think you'd be hard-pressed to say that in the NFC right now, as currently constructed, even though Philly's got the best record, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find too many people that wouldn't say, I think San Francisco's the best team in the in, in the division. Well, we get them next week, San Francisco and Philadelphia. Yeah. So we look forward, we look forward to that. But Philadelphia gets Buffalo this week. And by the way, let's mention this about Philadelphia. They were just part of a historical game on Monday night. The TV ratings for Kansas City and Philadelphia, 20, uh, 29 million people watched that game. Mm-hmm. It's the most watched Monday night football game in 27 years. It's incredible. So for all this talk about the wussification, I'm cleaning it up. Most people put a P in front of that. The wussification of the NFL and the NFL's gone soft and the NFL's gone woke and people are tuning away. It's bogus, man. It's BS. Yeah, yeah it is. It's and, never and, been more popular. Yeah, and, and bottom line is, you know, old heads like me will sit there and go, ah, oh, I don't like the, you know, they're, they're, you can't hit anybody anymore and da 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 You're not, uh, honestly, the NFL is not trying to grab me as a fan. They know, like, the NFL's smart. They know they already have me. They know I'm going to piss and moan about it, and I'm going to be like, I don't like it, and there's no such thing as a concussion, you know, and all that kind of <laughs> crap. But the bottom line is they already have me. Right. You know, it's like it's like Jerry Maguire. You had me at hello. Yeah. I, I was there. I'm there for you guys. Even though I can complain and piss and moan and do all that stuff, you know, Sunday rolls around, I'm still going to, you know, or Monday night rolls around, I'm going to sit down on my couch, mm-hmm. and I'm going to watch. You got me. 
This is really about catering to the next generation of fans that grew up playing fantasy football and video games. Like that's so they don't know any better. Like they're you know, is it wussified? Maybe. But you're selling it to more wussified nations. So, I mean, we're <laughs> well, selling a wussified game. That's a topic, for, that's a topic for another day. We're selling a wussified <laughs> game to a bunch of wussies. They, right. they, they love it. They, yeah. they consume it. And the numbers the numbers prove it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's the bottom line. They, the numbers are the numbers. And the numbers are great. 